Hello everyone, this is Tim Dodd. Welcome to the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast. Thankful to give witness to tens of thousands, yes, and to the millions that believe it. And believes it, and I believe that God's gonna live to pack it until all around the world it's been circulated. Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast today. This is the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast where we report on the works of God all over the world as relates to the end time word. That it was a soul shock because you have to know in China, in prison, this is impossible. No one allowed to have a, uh, the Bible. They are the re- uh, a Bible is the reason for them to be put into jail. Greetings to all of our listeners. Of course, that was the voice of Brother Murphy Wong, who we have on the podcast today to talk about the situation in China. And greetings to Brother Tim Dodd and Brother Tim. The situation in China is different today than it was even a few years ago. Isn't that right? Greetings, Brother Mark, and Christian greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to each one of our listeners. It's good to be back with another Believer's Faith Challenge podcast. As you said, Brother Mark, the landscape in China for spreading the gospel has certainly changed for the worse in the last few years, and we are excited to hear what Brother Murphy has to share with us, and we know that it'll be a blessing, and we'll stimulate a lot of prayers on behalf of the believers in China from our listeners and we pray that the Lord will bless each hearer abundantly. So I'll take it from here with the podcast. God bless you, Brother Mark. Okay, welcome to the Bible Believers Podcast. And today we're so privileged to have Brother Murphy Wong with us again, the brother that we know so well and love so much and all the work he's done in China. Welcome, Brother Murphy. Well, God bless you, Brother Mark. It's so good uh, to be on the uh, podcast today again with you. Well, it's great to have you on again. It's been quite a while since we've had you on, and I think the people are missing you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you, Brother Mark. Well, let's jump right in. You know, you are our expert on China. There's been so many things happened there over the years, and, and even uh, some changes in the last couple of years. So, Brother Murphy, could you explain to the people what is the situation in China right now? Uh, yeah, well, from our last uh, podcast, I think um, uh, I shared it a little bit about what's happened to the over in China. And so the main thing, uh, one of the things is um, because of the the Bible, and um, uh, some of our brothers even have to sacrifice themselves to be thrown into jail for um, uh, this is more than a year now. Uh, since the last March. So I'll say the situation as far as the political environment, uh, it has always been tight, but it just become uh, uh, even more tighter uh, than ever. And also because of the uh, diplomatic relationship between uh, the country, China, USA, or Canada, it's not, uh, not as, as good, so it just uh, doesn't uh, help. But, you know, no matter what's happened, the gospel is still going on, no matter what uh, our confrontations is there, uh, is, and the bride of Jesus Christ is always overcoming, and by the grace of God. So we know that the brothers is in jail, 
Uh, but uh, thank God that the Lord uh, has been very faithful and that the works of the Lord is still going on without uh, any sign of a stop. And that actually uh, any of this type of a persecution just to bring the, uh, the, the gospel uh, spread it even further, the, the faith of the, the people even stronger than ever. So on and all, we saw the work of the Lord to continue on. And there was a still people baptized. The still people got saved. The brothers, that are, especially the minister, our brothers are still going everywhere to share the message. And uh, nothing stopped. And uh, actually, it's in the opposite. The work of the Lord uh, even increased in many fold now. Amen. Brother Murphy, would you say that the believers in China are in danger? Well, I... I would say is not in the very um uh not in the very good position for the believers. And I think especially and because of the brothers that are in jail, because of the Bible of the also for the message as well. Uh that put the, the people uh in the very um um I would say the very difficult situation. And um, the believers, um uh you know, they have I know that uh, especially for the family and so they went through a lot of a hard trial during uh, those times. And many times they have the faith, uh, faced uh, the threatening, they're facing the, the uncertainty. Um, but uh, I, I didn't hear one complaint and one murmur from any of those family. But they all been felt said, uh, feel so privileged that their husband and their son uh, can go in jail for the namesake of Jesus Christ. Yes, that is a great testimony. Do the believers have to take precautions? Do they have to meet in secret or things like that? Well, as you know, in China, uh, there's only one church, and that is uh, uh, officially they can consider you can open, which is the three self church. But even that, the three self church, which is the state approved church, and they themselves even has to be very cautious uh, in what they say, what they do, and especially in the last year and during the COVID, I think uh, every church was shut down, and um, it doesn't matter you're the. Uh, the government approved the church or it is underground church and uh, which the believers consider to one of the underground church uh, as well. So there is some um, to them, uh, the, um, uh, I'll say the pressure is always there. And not one day there's a no pressure, uh, under the, the regime, uh, in the, in the country of China. But it just, uh, they have to be more careful, uh, now. Uh, to uh, go to church and to worship together. They went through a time uh, that they, uh, some church, they have to even to um, change uh, meeting places. And uh, some churches, they have to even uh, refrain them from singing uh, because they don't want the neighbor to report them so the police can come. So, yes, I'll say uh, the situation there, uh, it is uh, more facing more pressures than ever. Well, that raises a question, because if you're preaching the gospel, that is the opposite thing. You want to be visible and make your message known and heard, but if you have to be secret, then you have to be quiet and inside. So I'm wondering, in those conditions, how does outreach take place? 
Well, you know, that's, uh, that's what I just tell. I'll say it itself. It's a miracle. You know, God always do things in a miraculous way. No matter what situation that Satan try to, uh, throw on the path of the believer. But God always is greater than what Satan can do. So even in a situation like that, it's seemingly that, um, uh, the gospel should be, uh, uh become silenced. Uh, you'll know that the spreading of the message and, uh, should decrease instead of increase, but it's just the opposite. Whenever persecution come and it uh, doesn't, uh, make that the people, uh, become, uh, timid or make that the people become just scattered, but that the people, they become stronger than ever. Of course, with wisdom and, um, they have to follow the certain rule, the guidelines, uh, just like what we're here during the COVID time. And we have to do the same thing, but the people's there just by the grace of God, the gospel just go even, you know, right after the lock, even during the lockdown, they have the internet services. So the brothers that are stream, uh, they live stream their service. Uh, they are just a uh, preach the gospel, uh, online, just like uh, most of our churches, uh, in uh, Canada or, or some of the part of the United States, they have to do the same thing. Uh, which is facing the screen, then they preach the narration. But you see that created a, such a hunger in the people's heart, even during this type of a situation, that pe- more people actually want to receive the Lord. So as soon as the, the COVID lockdown uh, start to getting uh, loose, then when the brothers are to have a certain freedom to go to different places to uh, share the gospel right away, uh, those are letters, uh, those are people who want to, uh, they haven't been heard of the message online, but now they want them, invite them to come over to their church, which is just on my hands. I have a several testimony just coming from the different places, like one place, and so they send it in a message. Uh, online to the people and witness to them and as soon as the lockdown is started to open and then the letter came said you know can you come to visit our church so the brothers just went there and visit them and shared a message anymore and then they received the message and was baptized and some miracles just happened at one place and they heard the message online so one of the brothers is going there and share with the word and that uh uh, church there, and the one of the elder, and it came up and said, uh, "Can I say something?" And the, the brother who was just preaching, I said, "Yeah, sure." So the elder said, "Is that while this brother was speaking, is that the Lord just touched my heart and uh, things that he doesn't know, but the Lord knows." So there's something in his life that has been hidden for years. And by the preaching of the word, and the Lord just opened up his heart and it touched him. And he repented right in front of his congregation and gave his heart back to the Lord. You know, so for testimony uh, like that, it just makes you understand that whatever hardship or the persecution come, but the believer, the, the real born again believers, they just, uh, there's nothing going to stop them. They're just continue on, just can uh, the Lord, uh, by his grace, protect protected them and make this gospel spread even further. Yes. Okay. So what they do, if I'm understanding you, is if they're locked down, they reach out through the internet or through contacts that they have. And then when the, the lockdown stops, then they go out and visit those places. Right, right. Well, the Lord has ways of getting his word through no matter what it is. Could you 
Brother Murphy, tell us, you know, we've been praying for the brothers that have gone to jail, and uh, you can confirm, I believe that was because they were distributing the uh, Chinese King James Bible. So what is the situation with those brothers right now? Yeah, well, there's four brothers, as I, uh, I said it before, that's uh, locked uh, uh, in the prison. They're uh, serving their sentence now. And um, But uh, praise the Lord that uh, one of the brother, his name is Timothy, and he uh, uh, just been released and uh, just a few a few weeks back. So he's the first one, first one of the four uh, that's sort of released. And um, by God's grace, and uh, by next week uh, or next next week, I would say, uh, another young brother is going to be released. So his name is Brother Nail. And you know, talking about his Brother Nail, the Lord just give it a wonderful. Uh, the testimony, uh, you know, how the Lord can comforting a person, even in the hardest, uh, uh, most difficult at a time. Uh, I don't know if you have a time, Brother Mark. Maybe I can just share a little bit uh, about that testimony. Would that be it okay? okay? Yes, please. Please tell that testimony. Yeah, so this is a young brother. He's only 23 years old. You know, and, uh, he was uh, raised up in the message home and, uh, uh, you know, go to the message churches. Church, just like uh, a lot of our young people's uh, uh, is that, but just show how the Lord can use that experience to totally transform that other person. And uh, you know, when he was um, just in a few years back, the Lord has done a great thing in his life, and that uh, uh, even that is uh, prepared him for this uh, uh, prison uh, life that he's in the last about a uh, less than a year at a time. So when he was um, uh, in jail. Uh, he was um, put it into jail. Then one day he was doing the work there because every prisoner there has to do work. And so after the work, uh, you know, he went through some uh, uh, difficult things because of the job that he didn't finish. That not because his fault, but because his assembly line. So it's the people ahead of him is the fault. So the, um, an officer came over to rebuke him on that. So he was quite low. And then just uh, after the work is over, so uh, they all line up, and before the gate is open, go back to their own cell. Everybody line up, and he'll line up, he'll lower his uh, head, and just uh, look at in front of him, uh, you know, thinking about uh, the hard time that he went through. It was kind of discouraging for him. And all of a sudden, when he uh, just uh, opened up his eye to see, he looked at he saw the person that in front of him with their hands uh, to their back. Uh, everyone have to put their hands at their back before the gate is open. So he saw the person's hands holding a book, a little book. And when he uh, uh, focused his eye and really looked at it, he looked at, he saw, it said, the Old and New Testament, which is uh, in Chinese, that means the Bible. That he was so shocked because you have to know in China, in prison, this is impossible. No one allowed to have uh, uh, the Bible. They are the re uh, Bible is the reason for them to be put into jail. And so when he look at that, and furthermore, nobody going to allow to take any book, go into the assembly line because that's uh, unthinkable. Is uh, Any prison won't let them do, any, do that, to bring their own stuff uh, into the assembly line. So when he saw that, he was really shocked. And when he looked at that, and he even forgot 
And so uh, the people started moving, and when he opened up his eyes again, and that person is already gone. He doesn't even know what is his name. He doesn't know what's, uh, what's uh, happened. You know, and uh, we just believe the Lord even sent an angel in front of this brother to that him, to reminding him that's the reason that for him to be put in jail. So when he was uh, saw that, and uh, his heart was encouraged, and he started to... Um, just had a revival right in the, the prison cell. And he's uh, thinking about uh, that uh, uh, experience that he had. He said, Lord, maybe this is the reason that you put me here so that I can, you know, just experience that even by not to look, read, not to even have an opportunity to read it in the Bible, but just by looking at the few words on the cover says of the Holy Bible, is that that brings tears down from his eye. And he was uh, just praising the Lord. And then he said, the Lord, you know, I get used to that life, the daily life uh, outside of the prison. And uh, then uh, uh, he said, uh, you know, this experience that uh, he's experiencing just made him rethinking about what's happening that in his life. And uh, uh, he uh, himself just had a greater revival uh, that because of that, he rededicated his life inside the jail. And the Lord gave him such an experience. And this is Brother Timothy who was just released. And he... Um, uh, even inside the, the jail, he witnessed everywhere he go. Uh, people they ask, you know, uh, who are you? What's the reason that you come into jail? Then he said to them, he come into the jail because uh, he's um, uh, because of the Bible. And then those people said, no wonder, because he said, I we saw you, and uh, you know, one officer uh, cussed you and uh, do uh, do wrong things to you. You never say anything back. Uh, and uh, he said, "You're you're very different people." Then he asked him what he believed. He told him he's a, he told him he's a uh, Christian and to the witness in them to the Lord about to the Jesus Christ. You just see how marvelous that is, even in a difficult situation like that. The Lord is still keeping his testimony. That is an amazing story, and it does sound supernatural to me the way you tell it, and. You know, this might seem like a problem for the communist authorities because they're trying to uh, change this person with prison, and it doesn't look like it's working. <laughs> no, it actually is in op uh, is in uh, in opposite. Instead of uh, they try to uh, change them, but actually, is this brother is to change the the inmates that are in the prison. Amen. Well, Brother Murphy, you know, our brothers and sisters in, in China are on our hearts and around the world, you know, to us, they're a long ways away. But we would like to know, is there anything we can do to help and support the brothers and sisters in China? Yeah. Well, we're so thankful that uh, we have the, the believers that around the world has been encouraged by the testimony that those brothers had. And I'm so, so thankful that, uh, you know, that the people uh, from our own church, from the different churches that are around the world, they all send a donation to uh, want us to say, you know, we want to help their family and we want to help them, uh, uh, the person that's in jail. And even after uh, they come out of jail, you know, some people have that are facing uh, difficulty, have to find a job because now they have a criminal record, which they're not a criminal, but to the government and make them become a criminal. 
So that cannot affect their future works and the things. So I said, um, uh, the most things that, that you can do, of course, that's a prayer. And to your prayer, we can see the result. We can see how Lord has been keeping them and how Lord has been using them as a testimony that in the jail. And uh, another thing is if we, if there's a uh, people that who wants to help their family and, uh, you can uh, contact with the office and, uh, either make a donation or whatever that can be helped with their, uh, the, the, those are brothers of family and that also uh, for themselves as well. And that I'm sure the, uh, we were so appreciated for that. Yes, absolutely. Now, would you, Tell us just a little bit about what is going on with uh, translation and uh, the printing or the posting of the the message. I know a lot of work has been done. What is the state of those things right now? Yeah, well, that's um, uh, that's another reason uh, those brothers was put in jail for because they're printing the message. They help with the works uh, that we've been doing. And, uh, uh, but, you know, the Lord, uh, had never been defeated. And, uh, the work of the Lord, instead of, uh, uh, seemingly, uh, this is the, uh, this is the time gonna going, uh, dwindling. But instead of uh, becoming dwindling, and uh, the work has just become increasing and manifold. So, uh, just in the last year alone, and so we have uh, translated more than a hundred messages, which is never unheard of before. And this is all translated by volunteer. This is not by paid translators. We, we didn't even pay a penny off that. And all the translator, even when we want to pay them, they wouldn't receive it. It's a no. The brothers has been put into jail. This is the least thing that we can do. So you can see uh, those brothers who do another translation, they catch the, the burden of that. And uh, by the burden that in the people's heart, they start to uh, voluntarily do another translation. There was a two-person, uh, I just want to mention the name is Brother James and uh, Sister Shirley. They have uh, done the great, great works at, uh, uh, during this uh, last year. And um, they themselves, single-handed alone, has uh, translated uh, more than 80 some messages just in uh, one year at a time. And which uh, compared to the normal work that we used to have, we can only do about 40 to 50 messages a year. But for them, they just single-handed along and themselves just done an 80 message and uh, put together with all the others a message that uh, we, we've done more than 100. I don't have enough uh, exact to figure it out. I think this is about 140 or 150 some messages has been done totally just in the year of time. Uh, that is incredible, and we do thank God for that. And the Chinese people, I think, are, are famous just as a people for what they're able to accomplish. They accomplish great things. They work hard. You know, they did things like the Grand Canal and build the Great Wall. And it seems like in the Chinese spirit, it's almost nothing impossible. And then you add uh, the anointing to that. Uh, how much of the message is left to translate? What has been accomplished so far in total? Well, totally, we have... Uh... Totally, we have a translated 970 messages. So we only left a less than 200 message, uh, probably just about 100, uh, I'll say probably 150 messages need to be translated. And then the, all the Chinese uh, message translating uh, works uh, will be done. Brother Murphy, it's amazing. We're always inspired to hear 
what's going on in China. We just appreciate your ministry. And we definitely will remember our brothers and sisters in China and those who are in prison and even to have a Bible. I was thinking as you were talking, a Bible is something that we almost would take for granted that, you know, in America, everyone, anyone can have a Bible. But to just see the cover of a Bible could have that impact on a person, how precious it is. Yes, sir. Yeah, that is a marvelous, that is marvelous, which is so thankful to the Lord that he used uh, different ways to encourage us as children. Sometimes seemingly very small, but God used that to just turn that a person's heart to the round. All right. Thank you, Brother Murphy. Well, we thank will you. certainly pick this up again another time because things keep happening. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, thank you so much for giving this opportunity, Brother Mark. May the Lord bless you and all the listeners who are on the podcast. And that is the situation in China, according to Brother Murphy Wong, the one and the only. And Brother Tim, the believers in China, they are an amazing group of believers, aren't they? Yes, Brother Mark, it is truly amazing what God is doing in the country of China. Individual testimonies of God's supernatural power, like we have just heard, just stand to emphasize and reinforce that our God is a supernatural God. Wherever the word goes forth, supernatural signs and wonders always fall. And we want to appreciate Brother Murphy for all of his labors and the brothers and sisters in China for their tireless labors for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Remember them in prayer and be supportive of them uh, in your hearts and Don't ever forget them. We know at Bible Believers here, as much as God enables us, we will never forget them. We are 100% behind them. So God bless them, and God bless Brother Murphy, and God bless each one of our listeners. Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Remember, friends, the bridegroom will not come until the bride has made herself ready. She must be both called and fully dressed by the Word of God. This is the Believer's Faith Challenge Report podcast. You can sign up for our email newsletter at BibleWay.org. Scroll to the bottom of the page where it says Newsletter. Fill in your name and email address and click Sign Up. In this email report, you will receive reports of the works of God in China, in Africa, in South America, in India, Europe, all over the world. We also publish a full-color paper newsletter two times a year, complete with photographs, reports, and testimonies from all over the world. The newsletter is free. Just request it, and we would be happy to mail a copy to you. You can contact us by email at info at bible-believers.org. That's info at bible-believers.org. Or you can write to us at Bible Believers, P.O. Box 128, Blaine, Washington, 98231. That's Bible Believers, P.O. Box 128, Blaine, Washington, 98231. This is Mark Ajo. Thank you for being with us today. And be sure to join us for the next. Believers Faith Challenge Report Podcast.